Oh, Shime is. is plugged Talk in. Talk to me. Holy smokes. Oh, baby. About time. Shime time. Well, Mutt and I already did the podcast, Shime, so oh, I guess heck. we'll just wrap it up. Do you have yep. any, uh, any, any closing thoughts, Shime? Yeah. Um, pick against me. <laughs> well, it's actually good because I'm just... Wow, robot headphones. The claw. Beep, boop, bop, beep, beep. <laughs> All right, how about now? Whoa. Oh, now you're there. The dull smokes. Home. There oh, he is, right the there. The claw. We're the three little aliens. Beautiful. Previously on The Winner's Club. I think New England's defense is definitely going to regress. I figured since I'm the host of the show, I would do the read, <laughs> right? <laughs> I know it's a pro Tannehill podcast. We've transferred out of the Tannesons and into the Tandustrial Revolution. I think adding Mike McCarthy is just overall a net positive. Actually, I know I got the email that said only John can't read this. And I was told that you guys needed to be put in a better position to succeed. I needed to. <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook Gods right now. I have Panthers three and a half. Yeah, it's gone up to three and a half. Okay, uh, give me Panthers three and a half. I'm so confident in this. That's even better. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's betting on, Sean. And now your facilitator, the dazzling and might I say ruggedly handsome John Anderson. Hold your applause, right, Mutton Shime. Oh Holy God. smokes. Christ. Oh. This is unbelievable. Like, that was a nice there's little a thing lot, you guys did Hold on, hold on, hold on. There's, there's a Where lot of descriptions going? that I, I'd have of John. Ruggedly handsome is, like, not not even close. It well, doesn't to be even fair. crack the top 100. No. The, the, I sent a separate no. script, and that was what was sent back to me. So somewhere yeah, along, someone in the chain of sure. communications made that edit. I don't know uh-huh. if either of you had eyes on that email yeah, uh, prior. Definitely. Yep. It wasn't. No. Okay, I swear. Okay, John. I swear. Shut your own three ass up over there, okay? (laughs) Okay, Teletubby. (laughs) I had a bad week. Mr. Gambling. It was it was brutal. Tell me. You're the guy supposed to carry the podcast. This is the guy like we made this huge run up and what a run it's been, like a million games over five hundred for twenty twenty. And he goes out and goes, Oh and three and the listeners they're upset. People are upset, Chime Time. The streets are the Twitter no, streets are talking, especially when Chime tried to say that he was actually 0-2 and one. He yeah, tried to he I tried put to the play wrong it pick off on there, and it's just I. Let me tell you something. There's nobody more upset than me at this. Nobody. There's not a single person on that, this planet wow. that's more upset about this than me Hot because take. I. I'm the one who put my money where my mouth is, and I'm the one who lost a lot of money last weekend. All right. Well, let's so. go right to Chime. But first, Mud, is there anything you need to tell us? Uh, well, I, I think we know from the, the open to this show that our friends at DraftKings are proud sponsors of the Winners Club, and it is now week two. Uh, and if you're a new user at DraftKings, use my promo code, our promo code, fellas, WEEI, for your chance to get involved with the uh, opportunities to win millions this weekend. I think a lot of our audience is already at DraftKings, so they should be uh, playing this week. They should be in New Hampshire betting on the DraftKings Sportsbook. But if they're not on there yet, use the promo code WEEI. Because uh, week two should be fun. And hopefully, anything like week one, we should have a great week two at DraftKings. Can't wait. And quickly, before we play Shime's pick recap here, oh. new little sound that if you hear this sound, this means you're about to get a DFS tidbit, probably from either Mud or Shime, because I'm not even positive what DFS stands for. But if you hear this sound, we'll call it the DFS ding dong. Ding dong! You're about to get a DFS tidbit player that Muttershyam thinks should be in your lineup tonight. So let's Ooh. hear how Shime did last week if you couldn't. Uh, oh, boy. oh, good. I cannot wait to see how this Can we just skip this? Run it back. No. <laughs> there are very few totals in any game that should be under 45. I love the over in Miami, New England this week. Mm. I'm going to ride with my homies. Give me the Dallas Cowboys laying three points this week. Take it on the Rams. I am taking the Tennessee Titans laying two and a half points against the Denver Broncos. The Tandustrial Revolution has come to a, an end, Shime. Yeah, it's the Tandustrial Revolution 
it came and it went real fast. But instead, we're actually evolving, John. It's not not that Tannehill's bad. It's not that he's going away. It's simply that he's evolving. Um, Tennessee should have won that game by more. They should have covered, if not for Steven Guskowski. Tannehill played fine. And we have since evolved from the Tannesance into the Tandustrial Revolution and now into the Tanlightenment Hill period. It the is what? the Tanlightenment. And what is everybody. That? The Tanlightenment. You know, like the Enlightenment period, Mutt? Come on. No. Get with the program. No, I d- no, well, it's, I d- like, it's, you, it's the Tanlightenment. You, you guys. Oh, no, stop. Don't pretend you know what the Enlightenment period is. What is it? It was an artistic period and wow. in a period where people really evolved intellectually in the world. And, and thus, Ryan Tannehill is evolving into a whole other being, into a whole other level. He will be the best in the league this year. Are you trying Mark, to say, like, so you're picking him this week? No, uh, I'm not picking him this week. <laughs> but Do I'm you picking have to Ryan Tannehill. Like, well, you, are you yes. saying you're going to evolve? Yes, like, this, is a, very, a, this a is a very me-centric take oh. in that I see myself as Ryan Tannehill. Wait, Shime has a Shime-centric oh. anything? Week, week one was my <laughs> stint with the Miami Dolphins, and week two is my trade to Tennessee. Now, what was last year? College? Last year was different, John. It was a, a different, different year. It was okay. a different year. That Pre-COVID. was the Tanisance. This Pre-COVID. is the Tan Enlightenment, and I am ready to evolve. Yeah, I, you were on the wrong end of a couple of things, Shime. Like I, I don't brutal you know, you beats. Went, you, you went zero and three, which sucks anyway. But as you said, Tennessee should have covered handily with the Guskowski, you know, vomiting all over himself, and then like. You had the over in a game where Nikhil Harry is walking into the end zone and fumbles out of the end zone for a touchback. That is an over killer in Pat's Dolphins. On I, and that so it, it's oh. I I went I was so confident in Tennessee. Not only did I bet Tennessee by three, which missed. Frankly, aside from the missed field goals, just because of the missed extra point, I could have at least pushed with that, right? But no, Steven Guskowski sucks. He's the worst kicker I've ever seen take the football field in a game. Hit a game, game. winner. Hit a game was, winner. I don't give a shit about a game Ooh, winner. Family show. After what, family show. After what just happened. Um, and, and on top of that, I was I was so confident in Tennessee that I was like, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to tease Tennessee and the over because all they got to do is score 35 points. It's that easy. And you know what happened? Oh. Denver gets stuffed at the one-yard line oh. because they can't pound the ball into the freaking end zone. And then Steven Guskowski leaves 10 points on the board. 10! And they only scored a total of 30 points in the Anger game. Anger takes us to a dark place, Sean. I was... Yoda said that. I, I cannot tell you how mad I was at 1.30 in the morning on a Sunday, or now Monday morning. I was infuriated. I was rage-induced. I was like, I'm going to clean up all my mistakes from the weekend with this one tease, with this one simple bet, and it's so easy, it's so clean, and it just wasn't because Steven Guskowski kicks worse than my five-year-old godson. It was just, it, it was embarrassing. The Rock is rattled here, so I'm not sure where the rest of this podcast goes, but when, when Chime goes 0-3 and then we find out he chased the picks of the real money bet on the last game of the weekend, doubleheader Monday, and is now in a hole to start the year, now I'm concerned about the podcast. By the way, double, now, doubleheader Monday, it always feels ugh. like it's such a good idea, and then like week one every year, it's like, oh, like the one doubleheader we get every year asleep by halftime of the second game. Yeah. Every I mean, single year. 
I was not. Shine was wasn't. Shine, Shine was yelling at TVs. At I had it was it was the best. I had this nice four leg teaser. I had Steelers and the over, which hit handily. I had Titans and the over and the over. Yeah, we know. We heard. We heard. The, the we heard. The recap. We got it. You yeah, lost. We got it. Let's we see it. if Mud did any better. Yeah, please. Give me the Seahawks minus two going to Atlanta in Week One. Give me the Bills. Not a sexy game. Give me the Bills minus six and a half. They've added a bunch of pieces, and I think they're motivated, and I am going to uh, be heavily involved in the Bucks plus three and a half. Ooh, yeah, Tom that last Brady. One, that last one sucked. That was what you don't bet your heart. That was can I shine? Can I can I blame that on a bit? Like I my my yeah, we're going Brady against Belichick. So for a bit, for the, a show bit, I bet Brady. That's so it doesn't count as a loss. I'm really two and zero. Oh. Uh, not quite. No. Well, Shine probably Shine would have tweeted it out though if you did it that way. That's probably would have. That's true. I, I, I bet with my heart, which Mutt is stupid. Two zero oh, and one. They weren't ready. I'll take the two and one. Move on to next week. Pretty yeah, simple. I mean, Mutt, Pretty he cool. did exponentially better than me, so I would take that and run. Now let's see how, how the, John do. Want to see how the, the facilitator did? Yes. Yeah. Let's yes. see it, game manager. I have got the Carolina Panthers plus two and a half. Uh, plus what? What are two they and a half? Two and a half. Okay. We didn't even finish who they were facing. Who are they playing? Uh, the. Uh, Vegas Gold uh, Raiders. I like the Packers plus two and a half at the Minnesota Vikings. I'm flying close to the sun uh, week one right off the bat here. I like the Jacksonville Jaguars at the plus seven and a half line against the Colts. Oh, oh, just remarkable. Oh, my goodness. I can't even. I, I don't even. Are the, I'm just do you guys have handwritten here. apologies you'd like to read or what? Because no, you guys, some, one of you, you, like one of you, said, Mutt said something about my mother at one point. I think after I made that pick, I did. I, I questioned, uh, you know, whether Yo or not mama. she would even listen to the podcast. I don't care if you listen; just download, please. Which even Tell download this people. week, you picking pick, pick, picking Jacksonville, but you you and I combined had four more wins than Shime even sniffed in this I podcast. Know. Sniff, sniff. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was not great, man. Good job, guys. I'm proud of you guys. Ever since you guys, it, you guys are carrying my sorry ass although, around this I'll week. I'll have to say, Shime going 0-3, and in the same week, we become apparently a top 50 podcast at Intercom. Also, Shocker. same week that Upset. I take over the editing and the uh, written content, which was not published on the website. <laughs> oh, is that true? After So the, they made a big deal about, hey, can someone do a, a blog post for this to help you guys circulate it? It was not made clear to me about what they were looking for, and responses did not uh, come in a timely fashion. So I was basically like, do you want me to just say what our picks were on the blog post? But then I'm like, but then they don't listen to the episode if they just see all of our three picks. Apparently, that's what I'm doing. Apparently, wow. I'm saying what our three picks are. That is no way to treat it. Apparently, as Shime said, top 50 podcasts at Intercom. Come yeah, on. what are we I doing I just, I We're just, superstars now, you know, right? I have to sit in a Zoom call later today because of this, too. I don't want to be a top. If, if this well, is yeah, what whoa, happens. Whoa, that's gonna be, I, want, I want the tips there. They're gonna, we get like the premium tips. It's, it's like Glenn... Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. You want the premium leads? You got to sell something. So we get the premium pick, tips on how to pick, promote the pick podcast winners. Today. Is uh, is how is how you succeed? Yep, that's uh, exactly. I think that's all we need to do. Shime is failing. Shime is bringing us down. Yeah, I, you know, and I'm gonna figure that out. Don't worry. I took okay. a nice hot shower, got a lot of sleep, had a nice <laughs> meal. I reset. I hit the reset Scout button. Sucked down uh, two 12-packs of Truly Lemonades. Yep. I'm ready to go. Ready Last to go. week, it's over. It's done. It's gone. It's passed. It can't, you know, can't, can't dwell on it. All right, Barry of football. Before Barry we football. dive into this week. Yeah. Little news segment here. Quick one. Okay. There are about 9 million wide receiver injuries in the NFL right now. Shine Mutt, what do we think of this? They are impacting everyone's fantasy teams. They, these injuries are impacting every DFS lineup you wanted to play um, because... Because right now you have Michael Thomas is banged up, Chris Godwin's banged up, Jamison Crowder's banged up, Kenny Galladay's banged up. Uh, it, like 
It is insane how many receivers right now, number one receivers, not just receivers, number one receivers are banged up right now. So you got to be very wary heading into your DFS weeks and your fantasy weeks and into these games this weekend. And I mentioned this. It's not a wide receiver injury, but it's a DFS tidbit. So you can play the soundbite. John, that's okay. Go ahead. I think one of the biggest impacts this week is this Marlon Mack injury because he was yes. he was at least to start the year like as a courtesy was getting – the starter role, but Jonathan Taylor, they love. They spent a high draft pick on him. He can catch, he can run, he can do everything. Mac now out of the picture. Picture Taylor is under six k on DraftKings, and it, it, the decision for you is going to be if you're playing, you know, cash lineups and double ups and stuff. You're probably playing no matter what. But if you're playing tournaments, you've got to decide: Do I want to fade what is a really, really, really good play, or am I going to just suck it up and play him and know that he's going to be really heavily, heavily owned, which is a huge impact in week two because he feels like he is going to be a lock uh, for a lot of people. So you got to decide that. It's a, you're right, though. The injuries early on with the skill position guys in DFS, a huge factor for Week 2. No yeah, and, and Naheem Hines all of a sudden becomes this huge, huge play. I liked him coming into the year because they wanted him to be Rivers' like Danny Woodhead of 2015. Like, yep. the check down guy, you know, draws every here and there, but a lot of receptions for a running back. And Rivers threw, I want to say it was like 14 times to his running backs last week. That's but it's a not lot. a surprise. When he was in, in, in L.A., San Diego, he threw his running backs all the time in Eckler and Gordon. Like, this is what he does. And, and, and to me, what I did, for Shime, honestly, is worse than your 0-3. Because we do this segment on Red Sox pregame called the DK lineup. And, like, two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago when it first started, my, the first player I gave out as someone to look at for week one was Naheem Hines. Because yep. we had read out of Indy that they were throwing to him and the Rivers loves him. And then what do I, I, I don't? I had zero ownership. Zero ownership of a guy who won people millions of dollars this weekend. So that's worse than 0-3, but you're right. I actually like uh, Taylor for cash this weekend. I like Naheem Hines in tournaments. So it's week two starts. I'm already confused with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt for Thursday Night Football. So I'm going to be a mess. I got a lot of work to do on DFS. A lot of work. And those were some DFS tidbits. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) With a nice little soundbite. Brought to you by Ding Dongs. I like it. Sean, are you a oh, Ding Dongs they, guy? I'm no, 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 no. Don't give him a plug. They don't, they don't really sponsor us. We're DraftKings oh, only. Oh, Ding Dongs a real thing? Until Ding Dongs step up and they... A sound effect can't sponsor the podcast, Mutt. Okay, but you said Ding Dongs like the actual... I thought you meant like the uh, Little Debbie, Little Debbie Cake. Oh, like, like Double Dongs? Dogs? Yeah, no, it's just Ding Dongs. Wingdings? No, I think Ringdings is one with... No, Funny Bones have peanut butter. I know that. Hold on. Okay. Have you ever had inside-out Reese's where the peanut butter's on the outside? No. That's uh, a real thing. I have not had those, but no, Ding Dongs were a hostess property, which is like the chocolate cake. It's got like a chocolate top layer, chocolate cake in the middle, and then some sort of Vanilla on the inside. Yeah. In the it's, actual it's a Swiss cake Yeah, that's a Drake. We love Drake's cakes. You uh, proud well, sponsor Drake's Red Sox cakes baseball. Are delicious. But, but don't be promoting until they want. Hey, step up. Step up, Drake's cakes. You're not getting free pub on the show. Let's go. True. All right. We will dive into the picks here, and I think Good. as the one who flew the closest to the sun last Go week and hit on it, I think I should start things off. And I'm going to come right back, and I'm going to fly very, very close to the sun right off the bat. Now, this is we're calling this the uh, close to the sun sound. Icarus, he did that. Chime would be Icarus in some cases, except yeah, I'm Icarus now. Here sound. you go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, traveling like west this week to a place where there might not be some good air quality right now. Is your New England Patriots? Cam Newton, two and six all time against the Seahawks, but but 
Last week, his little analytic tidbit for you. We don't have a drop for that, Sean. Uh, you need Russell Wilson last week, he cooked. He cooked. He did. He did not kitchen. throw a single tight window pass against the Atlanta that Falcons last week. So Russ cooked, but he cooked against the Atlanta Falcons. True. I heard someone this week refer to Doug Peterson, side note, as uh, offense Dan Quinn. It was one of the most incredible things I've, I've ever heard before. Russ against a Patriots defense that can play man coverage. You going to read what's on your paper? No. I don't have a paper right now. What are you talking about? We don't plan. <laughs> can you continue with your pick then? The Seahawks cannot beat the Patriots running the ball. And like Pete Carroll said today, are you laughing much? Okay. I'm not. I'm waiting for a pick. <laughs> yeah. Like Pete Carroll said this week, the Seahawks are going to run the ball more. They're going to have to because the Patriots can actually play man coverage against them. Now, stress on Russell Wilson versus man coverage. Russell Wilson's going to have to play hero ball, and I like the four-point spread because that puts it over a field goal. I do think that the Seahawks can win by a field goal. But I also think that the there's there's a factor at play here. The death of Bill Belichick's mother absolutely plays a factor in this game. It makes his players play harder, correct? I think that's fair. I mean, it's fair. It's, I think always, yes. Yeah, I, they, they I love think that's their definitely coach. an impact. Sure. sure, I believe that. Okay, so I have got I've got the Patriots covering the uh, four point spread against the Seattle Seahawks. I do think the Seahawks probably win, but I do think that the pa- the way the Patriots play defense against the Seattle Seahawks will be in, will be very different than the way they faced the Atlanta Falcons last week. Okay, so your official pick is Patriots plus four. Yes. Okay. You right. Want that clean? I've got Patriots plus four against the Seattle Seahawks. Thank you. Okay, I didn't pick this, Shime, so if you want to rebut that, you can go next. So I also I did not didn't pick, pick this game. game. I stood away okay. from this game as much as possible because I, like you, Mutt, am a Seahawks stan, a Pete Carroll stan. In the, well, not Pete Carroll necessarily as much as you, but I am a Seahawks stan. I'm a Russ guy, um, and I am hesitant to believe that the Patriots can hold Russ down. Um, even with J.C. Jackson and Stephon Gilmore and the McCordys and, and the great secondary the Patriots have, I, I just don't see it. And I think Chris Carson might have a freaking field day. So I, I was I was very hesitant to come anywhere close to this game. Yeah, I, I didn't touch the game. The number is weird. They, they don't really know. I, but I think Seattle's. I mean, I, I think Seattle covers. Uh, if I had it, gun on my head, pick. Uh, they're just too good offensively. Like they, it's, this is not Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's R- Russell Wilson. It was weird. Belichick saying today. That Russell Wilson is underrated, like the best player in I, football. He said, I, I, "I guess, I guess Bill's not like following analytic football, like the John Anderson football types who we and they're right, by the way, they love, love, love Russell Wilson." So that was a weird thing for Belichick not to recognize that he's beloved in the football community, but he's right. He's. He, I don't think Belichick's I, talking about the analytic people, though. I think he's talking about the writers that have never given him an, him an MVP vote in his entire career. Well, then they're stupid. You're right. Then Bill's right. Those people are dumb. Yeah, those Russ people are is really dumb. good. He's better than Fitzpatrick. I would pick the Patriots. I pick the Seahawks, but I'm not picking the game. So you're standing alone on the Patriots this week. Yes, I'm standing alone on it. But also, as I mean, if Neil Carey, Nikhil Harry doesn't fumble the ball out the end zone, the Patriots win by much more against the Dolphins. Sure. And again, it's a, it's the Dolphins. I don't think you know, that, that doesn't the, happen two weeks in a row either. All right, we'll see what happens. Uh, I get to go next because Shime's still looking for his first winner of 2020. Yep, I suck. Uh, I'm going to go against a team that – There it is. It uh, just walked by in the hallway. Go get it, Shime. All right, the, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> I think, Shime, you picked the Packers, Anderson. Good job by you last week. Thank you. Turns out the Vikings, not good. Vikings secondary is atrocious. Anderson, yeah, that's true. Lazard, MVS running wild, and I think it happens again this week. I think that – I think Philip Rivers played well. The, the Philip Rivers jokes this week uh, about the two interceptions. I think if uh, they're lumping all these old quarterbacks together, 
I thought Phil Rivers played pretty well between Hilton and Hines and Paris Campbell. I think the Colts put up a bunch of points. I don't think Mike Zimmer is very good. I think the Vikings secondary is trash in 2020. Yep. Give me the Colts laying the three at the Vikings on Sunday. So I would just I would this is another game that I was staying a mile away from because when I was looking at it, I, I just I don't feel great about it. I, I just feel like okay. this could be a huge Dalvin Cook week. Uh Yannick Ngakwe is now actually like on the Vikings. Like he was he's been there for, you know, more than a week now. Um and so and so I think the pass rush might be able to help out the secondary a little bit. And we know Phillip Rivers is bound to make a mistake at least. So I uh I respect you for taking this mutt, but I'm I'm staying away from this game. All right, give us a winner, Sean. What do you got? All right, guys, this is it. I got it. Here we go. I bet against this team last week. I'm betting on this team this week because the team they're playing stinks. I'm taking the Los Angeles Rams, laying a point, traveling out to Philly. Carson Wentz is bad. I don't care what anybody says. You can tell me he's good because he threw for 4,000 yards. I'm not a single receiver catching over 500. Great. Good for him. I think that's more of Doug Peterson, Doug Peterson's offense. I think Carson Wentz outright stinks. I think this Eagle team stinks. This Eagles team has a chance to finish lower in the division than the Washington football team, who we all thought was one of the worst teams in football. Uh, come to find out, their defense is pretty good. So I'm going to take the Rams, laying a point. I, I liked what I saw against the Dallas Cowboys out of the Rams. I think they can be a little bit more efficient on offense. I think with time, McVay is going to do that. And I think this week's a week to get going because I think the Eagles outright stink. So give me the Rams, laying a point. I agree with All everything right. you just said. Okay, so do Thank I. You. And what, what's the protocol? So my next pick is Rams minus one at Philly. Do I not get to pick that now, or do I have to substitute a game? What is our 2020 protocol? Because we don't talk about our picks beforehand, but number two on my list for a lot of the reasons you said, in addition to the Philadelphia injuries, is Rams minus one at Philly. So no, you guys I, tell me. You decide. What do you want to do? I think you're allowed to pick it. I mean, it's – I think it – I mean, I know John's on our side as well. I mean, I mean we could just I, make I'm it probably, a show I'm probably, putting, I'm probably putting money on that game, regardless of if I get to speak about it on I'm the show. I'm absolutely putting <laughs> money never, on this game. Anderson, you've never bet a game in your life. Oh, 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 contraire, um, Mr. So, Shime. All right, so, so uh, for, we have witnesses. I mean, then, I, then, I'm gonna, then I'll pick that. This is a, a, a much shine piggyback. I'm jumping right back in. Rams minus one. And I thought the Rams, with their rotation of running backs, look pretty good. Yeah. I, I, I'm... I might be into the Rams this year. Might be the Sean McVay bounce back year. So I've might been be. hearing some people talk up the Rams preseason, and I wasn't convinced. I watched them play Dallas. I thought they looked pretty good. Um, you know, I think you know. Of course, Michael Gallup gets screwed on the OPI, but it is what it is. Like that's that's how football works. AJ Green got screwed too. Um, but oh, Aaron I, I like, Donald is going to Donald is going to destroy them up. Yeah, the Donald is going to absolutely manhandle that Eagles front line. And I think Cam Akers is only going to get better. Like, he showed sparks, but he wasn't great against the Cowboys. Malcolm Brown is fine. He's solid. He's, yeah. just, he's a guy that's going to get the job done. And uh, I'm a, I am a huge Robert Woods fan anyways. I'm a huge Robert Woods stand. So I, I think this offense looks looks really good. So I'm I'm big on the Rams. Rams are oh, we're both just... on the Rams minus one. All right, yeah. so how about you give us two picks, Anderson, then we'll circle back to Shine for two more. Okay, so my next one, This is I think this is one of the biggest layup picks of the week. The Pittsburgh Ooh. Steelers and the Denver Broncos both played Monday Night Football. Normally, short weeks, you like to pick against the team in the short. That clearly benefits a team like the Steelers that is just filled with veterans, whereas you have Drew Locke, who couldn't tell up from down last week. The Pittsburgh Steelers last week, they blitzed Daniel Jones on 60% of plays, which I believe was the third <laughs> highest rate for a single game in the last three years. Drew Locke is going to get bent by this defense. They are going to absolutely destroy him. Von Miller and A.J. Bouye are also injured, too. Yep. So he's going to turn the ball over. I wouldn't... 
whether it's him or somebody else, I wouldn't be shocked if it was three or four times. And that Pittsburgh offense after one week looks like it's back to what it was before it last season. It took them season. a half of football to get going, though. It, ben did not. Ben looked like he hadn't played in a year for that first half. In the second half, he started to look better. So I've got. I love, love. I would take this if it was the spread was a hundred. Pittsburgh Steelers minus seven and a half against the Denver Broncos. Wow. And then you guys want me to hit another one here? Yeah, yeah get go one for more. It. I think I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers because I don't really trust what's going on in Cleveland or Cincinnati right now. It's very hard to get a uh, gauge on either of those teams. I So the 9.5 spread is huge. I picked the Carolina Panthers last week, and that did not work out so well for me. However, the offense was definitely there. Tampa Bay's got some serious wide receiver injuries. The offense is clearly not in sync, as it is typically the case with Tom Brady offenses in the first month of the season. But this year, you lose the preseason as well. Now, Teddy Bridgewater lit up the Buccaneers last year when he was on the Saints as well. And you have Joe Brady's history calling games against the, or not calling games, but game planning against the Buccaneers when he was the QB's coach of the Saints as well. Another situation, though, I don't, I, I think the Buccaneers win because the Carolina Panthers defense is really bad, but the offense might be better than we give it credit for. Not because the O-line is good or anything, but a combination of having talent and Joe Brady being able to scheme them up. Um, one thing that Sean and I talked about earlier, Mutt, I don't know if you noticed how all the teams that won this week, the average depth of target or the intended air yards, depending on the terminology of the site you're looking at, all the teams that won, the QBs were like below five or six. The top, I believe the 10 top QBs all won, or the 10 with the lowest average depth of target won. At this point in the season, teams can are not going to be able to install. There's, there's these like deep vertical schemes. They're going simple, and the teams that are going simple, including... Patrick Mahomes, who had, I believe, 4.6 average intended air yards, are winning the games. And I think that's, but again, nine and a half point spread. So it's it's not that hard to lose the to not to lose the game by less than 10 points. And I think the Carolina Panthers do this uh, do that this weekend. So I put the Panthers plus nine and a half at the Buccaneers. If I were betting that game, Shime, I'd be on the over. I think it's got a big shootout potential. Yep. Uh, I think that Carolina secondary is not very good, and, and they're going to be able to throw. Against the Bucks secondary, I, I would not. I, I, it's a big number to pick up. I would stay away, but I'd be an over guy there. Sean, what do you think? So uh, I also agree with you, Mutt. I think this number is a little bit too big for me, but the Buccaneers are the prime candidate for a, a, a nice little money line parlay this week. Get those 0-1 teams that have to win, that are really good football teams. We know they're good football teams, and they need to win this next game. Teams, teams like the San Francisco 49ers over the Jets, uh, the Buccaneers over the Panthers, uh, the Dallas Cowboys over the Falcons. You really want to look at those money lines uh, on those 0-1 teams that should be 1-0 because we know they're that talented and and really kind of think about maybe parlaying some of those together or teasing some of them together because I really like the idea um, of like a nice six and a half point tease, get it down to mm. Tampa Bay minus three or actually six point tease, get it down to Tampa Bay minus three and a half, something like that. Um, and these because because these zero and one teams need to win. Like it, it is a do or it becomes do or die. Football is such a short season that. If you lose two in a row to start the season, you are so behind the eight ball, it's unbelievable. Yep. And catching up is not easy. So a lot of these teams, the good teams that want to make playoff runs, have to win, and I expect them to do that. So I, 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 I'm going to wrap up my uh, section here, uh, going with the coach that I said last week I was going to bet against at all costs, and that's Dan Quinn. Th- this is one, you guys explain this to me. So I know there are Cowboys injuries that can affect the line, but... Falcons-Cowboys opened up at 7. Okay, I'm looking at the opening line right here. was Falcons plus 7. 68% of the money has come in on Dallas. So people are betting Dallas even to keep that number. 
The number's gone the other way. It's now Falcons four and a half. So even with all this money coming in on Dallas, the line's gone the other way. And I thought what I saw of the Falcons was defensively they're going to have their problems, but they're going to put up points with anybody. And I thought even at four and a half, that was a, that was too much against this Cowboys team. That you know I, I didn't see much of Mike McCarthy. Maybe you guys did. I didn't see it look much different than Jason Garrett. So uh, they're going to go on the road to Dallas. I want that Falcons offense at Matt Ryan, who's going to put up another big number. Give me the Falcons plus four and a half at Dallas in a weird, my weird money pick of the week. Yeah, I That's had this thing. as well, Mutt, and I was, I, I, it was on the list. It probably would have been the next game I picked if I had four picks, but I'm not. I was going to call it the insanity pick of the week because <laughs> it is breaking the rule of gambling, right? which is just yeah. don't bet on the Atlanta Falcons ever for no. any reason, no matter who you are, who you're with, what you're doing, what you're talking about. But I, I like the pick. I agree with everything you said. I think the over the last time I checked, Mutt, and you can – Fact check me on this if I'm wrong. Yep. It's like 52 and a half, right? Uh, let me scroll down here. The total. I, it opened at. It opened at 50. I gotta see. What, let me uh, give me a second. Yeah, DraftKings has it 52 and a half. I pulled it there up. There you go. So it's uh, gone. So it's already gone up a couple of. Points. Yeah, I, I mean, this is an easy kind of like. I would love, you know, again tease. Uh, I would love like a Falcons in the over tease here. You get the Falcons plus 10 and a half and the over of 46 and a half. Like I think that is. That's that's pretty clean cut right there. So you tease it up, and hopefully we'll get that thing home. That'd be nice. So I hate betting on Dan Quinn, but this just – it does some, – something so, something is rubbing me the wrong way on the Cowboys in this game. To quote I think Rich you Keith, mentioned falling 0-2. got to give. They, they got a big chance to fall 0-2 here, I think. I hope not because I like so Dallas, that. Every but, do, you guys, do you guys each have one more? Uh, I have two that's more. It. I, I gave you my three. You get, Shime's got two to wrap us up here. So my last two uh, – I'm actually going to – John said the Steelers blitzed Daniel Jones 60, what, 68% of the time? 60% 60. of the time? 60% of the time uh, on Monday Night Football. And actually, I didn't think That's fucking the Giants savage, by offense, the way. Yeah, that is insane. <laughs> uh, but I didn't think the Giants offense looked terrible. The offensive line looked pretty bad. But Daniel Jones himself looked pretty good. I expect Saquon Barkley to get back on track and not run 15 times for six yards um and so i actually kind of like the giants plus five and a half this week against the cow uh, the, the uh chicago bears sorry uh the bears uh, the bears are th- that win over the lions was fluky it's the freaking lions they blew a 17 point oh, lead brutal. in the fourth quarter that's that's just stupid and daniel jones is getting five and a half points i think the the Giants a lot of really remind me of last year's Falcons team where I think that their defense is going to suck, but they're they have the opportunity to like their offense can explode a little bit and score a decent amount of points, get a lot of yards. So I actually I actually really like the Giants this week. I'm going to take the Giants plus five and a half at Chicago, and then my last peak pick. Oh my god, I can't even talk. Peaking uh, is what you're not doing. Peaking is yeah, definitely this is, what, I'm what not a doing. rough day for Shime all over the place. Can't yeah. find headphones, microphones way off. This is a bad, it's just bad static in my ear. It's brutal. Um, but uh, my, I peaked when I picked that Seahawks game earlier. Did you hear my you my breakdown of that? Yeah. It was oh, tremendous. it's tremendous. Very eloquent. Um, Best so I'm going to do what I should have done last week. I'm going to ride with the team that helped me out so much last year. I'm going to ride with the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are laying seven against Houston. Houston. Outside of Deshaun Watson is not good. Should we bring back the gospel shine? No, not yet. This isn't a gospel <laughs> pick yet. What, bet on Lamar Jackson? Yeah, I mean, it's coming to that point where if they're not playing the Chiefs or a, a really established t- NFL team, like the Chiefs or the Seahawks or the 49ers, like, just bet on the Ravens. Who cares if it's seven points? Lamar Jackson's going to score 30-plus. It's like, 
and that defense is pretty good. The team is healthy. Mark Andrews is a stud for them. Uh, the rotation of running backs between Ingram and Dobbins on top of J- Lamar Jackson running the football is just, it's its nearly unstoppable. And I, I watched Lamar Jackson. I know it's the, the Browns, but I watched him roll out to throw a pass. And when this guy just decides to take off, he is like inhuman in how fast he moves down the football field. It is just like wind moving down the field. It is tremendous. I am all in uh, on the Baltimore Ravens. They were my Super Bowl pick to start the year. I don't know why I didn't just bet on them against the stinky Browns last week. Give me the Ravens laying seven against Houston. By the way, Mutt, that average depth of target uh, thing I said earlier about yeah, all the, sure. the top ten, the bottom ten QBs all won. Lamar yep. Jackson's was like 10.2, and he was the second highest. <laughs> yeah, and yet he <laughs> that was, was beautiful. He, he was all. I mean, I love it. The, 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 awesome. the Hollywood Brown connection was good. The Mark Andrews. I mean, he is. He looked awesome. And ironically, if if I had to go to other picks, Shime had probably my fourth and fifth pick. I, I love the Giants plus the points on Sunday. They, uh, oh, I'll have money on the Giants good. on Sunday. That's a lot. All right, so one thing we forgot to say uh, last week that we did last year was we want you to take, you, you know, we make our picks, we play songs and stuff under them, or at least mine. We want you to send <laughs> us a vid- videos on Twitter, at Winners Club Pod, of you making a pick, multiple picks, your pick of the week, your uh, Mutt's Gut pick of the week, something like that, anything. And we will do a pick recap the same way we do for us. We will do a pick recap of the audience picks as well. Uh, and, and also send us pictures of, uh, of tickets. We want to see them. We want winning tickets with screenshots. Now you got that screenshot life because you're betting like I am in DraftKings in New Hampshire. Yep. The great state of New Hampshire where DraftKings is legal. What I do is uh, I coach flag football on Sunday mornings. Then we get in the car. I say, son, we're going to get a coffee. I drive to a random parking lot just over the border in New Hampshire. I put some bets <laughs> in. We go and watch football. It's a it's a tradition unlike any other. Teaching my son to be a degenerate at the age of seven. It's a really, thing. really great, great parent bonding. Great yeah. parent-child bonding on Sunday morning. And to so, recap the picks quickly, I had the Patriots plus four on the road against the Seahawks. The Carolina Panthers plus a nine and a half at the Buccaneers. And the Pittsburgh Steelers getting seven and a half uh, at home against the Denver Broncos. Shine, what do you got? I got the Rams laying a point at Philly. I got the Giants getting five and a half at Chicago. And I got Baltimore laying seven at Houston. I'm taking all roads this Ooh. week. Uh, I don't mind well. the road too. In the road, I think we, I think we can. We'll we'll talk more about it next week. Let's give a couple weeks to to preview it and to give some some thoughts on it. But the road might not be worth anything this year based on the no crowds. Uh, give me the Colts laying three against the Vikings. Give me the Rams laying the point at Philadelphia. Shine on the same pick and the Falcons at Dallas in the Jaredome plus four and a half and hopefully what is a shootout that goes over and the Falcons cover and you win all the money. That's the hope. And Mutt, anything corporate related you need to say? Uh, besides the fact that uh, the production value of this uh, podcast better be better next week, uh, based Ooh. on our top fifty ranking on Intercom, uh, no, we say that top like, once 10. again that top our- ten next week. Okay, well, we hope that people will you know uh, leave a nice uh, message on iTunes, we leave a review, say how great uh, Shime is occasionally, and how great the drops are for Anderson. Uh, but yeah, people should know by now. Well, the Winners Club is presented by our friends at DraftKings. Use our promo code WEI if you're a new user, and you get a great bonus heading into week two. And I'll be in the DraftKings streets. I'll be in the head-to-heads. I'll be in the cash games. I'll be in the tournaments. Mutt WEI on DK. Let's go week two. Shine. Come on, wake up. I'm Mutt. I'm I'm ready for a rebound. I am gonna. I hope so. I am gonna attack this board like I've never attacked a, a game board in my life. Yeah, I am going. To, yes, I'm the ultimate Dennis Rodman. The Dennis ultimate. Rodman of this podcast. Mucho rebounds this week, baby. Let's go. <laughs> and I'm I'm the Steph Curry of this podcast. Apparently, just hitting threes from, from 50 the parking yards lot. Out. 
Like Ruggedly it. handsome Steph Curry. This thing is taking a turn. <laughs> this is taking a turn. By the way, the I don't know about you guys, but uh, the AC is coming out of the window and the flannels are coming out this weekend. Ah, uh, love it. I'm in for it. I <laughs> Fall pumpkin. Upon us. Shine. Let me, uh, let me. Anderson. Let me guess. Something pumpkin. Something I don't. I don't do any of the pumpkin stuff. Actually, I don't. I don't believe that. There's no no way. I love the smell of things. Pumpkin, like pumpkin. I love the smell of pumpkin coffee and pumpkin like scented candles. I'm not a big pumpkin pumpkin drinking pumpkin guy. Oh, we or like, like pie. I'm out on. You think things. we were like a, a sadistic cult in my apartment? There's like candles lit everywhere. Oh yeah, love it. I wonder why. <laughs> All right, so social media, at MuttWEI, at Shimetime, at Anderson, J-A, last name S-E-N, because I'm a Norwegian uh, descent thing. At Winners Club Pod on Twitter, again, tweet us the videos, tweet us the tickets, and before we go, Shime, this is a network. This it's sure a family. Is. This is a family of podcasts, even though it's still it's been a little broken by the, broken the family. Qu- quarantine. It's still a family. <laughs> uh, we got the Off Day Pod featuring Andy Hart and Ryan Hannibal. Our parents are sleeping in different rooms. Yep. Uh, we got They'll be the- live on Sunday night after the Patriots-Seahawks game, by the way. We have got the Five Out podcast, Tyler Devitt, Nick Fryer. If you're listening on Thursday, they'll be live tonight on Periscope slash Twitter, whatever it is. Talking Celtics. After Celtics, uh, who they play in the Heat game, too. Yep. And I don't got, watch the Celtics. We got so. the hashtag Dork Podcast. They talked about Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 was just re-released. Uh, it's a tremendous game. They loved it. They went on and talked about it for over an hour. Go check them out. And, of course, the Bradfoe Show. And that'll do and it. And Mud that- at Night. Yeah, not only a show but a podcast. Tommy Curran on Thursday night. Oh wow! Okay, well, anyways, those are uh, that's the show. We'll be back next week. Mutt, enjoy the rest of enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Thanks, Mutt. Hello. Hello, hello. Time needs an adapter. It's perfect. I have to sit behind this, uh, I have to sit behind the Bill Smith DJ mic, so I can't yep. see anything in front of me. You might be talking to the wrong end of the mic. You sound a little echoey. Oh, well, am I supposed to go, like, under it, or, like, to the side of it like this? No, to the side of it, but there's, uh, you can tell sort of where you're supposed to speak into it by looking at the microphone. If you've ever worked in radio before, which I'm not sure you have based on... I will send you a photo of this, and there, shine. There is no way to tell what side of this thing I'm supposed to be talking into. All right, we're tur- that, that sounds like the. Oh, like this. Shine's mic's not on. Shine doesn't have an adapter. That's why his mic's not on, and he's not near it. Oh, okay. Beautiful.